0: By the sound, it's under my feet. It's under my feet. Come on. Hey, glory, 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 Second Kings chapter two, verse one. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha. Then. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. I strongly encourage, if you've not heard it, go and listen to a teaching I did titled Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now, the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, yes, I know. Keep quiet. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. Just listen to what your friends are telling you. I'm about to leave. But he said, as the Lord lives, I don't know why he was bringing the Lord... And as your soul lives, (laughs) there are people who go too deep. eh? I will not leave you. Elijah was like, "Eh, okay. It's not in the Bible, but I am sure that's what he said. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? As in they were prophetic people. They were even telling him, We saw in a vision. You 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 were just told. So he answered, yes, I know. Shh. But he said, as the Lord lives, then Elijah said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me to go to Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives, again, he's bringing God into the picture. And as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So Elijah said, "Eh, okay, let's go. So the two of them went on. Listen to the next part. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. So there were prophetic people who knew what was about to happen. Now Elijah took his mantle, that was his robe, rolled it up and struck the water and it was divided this way and that way. So that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. So the miracle is not just in the spirit. Water, but it's on crossing or not just on ground but on dry ground and so it was when they crossed over Elijah said to Elisha okay because Elisha said please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me I'm sure this is why he didn't ask in the first place because he was like, this guy is for requests. <laughs> so maybe by the time we reach Jericho, he'll give up. No, we've even crossed Jordan, he's not giving up. Let me just ask. What do you want from me? Have you ever had that person you want? You just ask. <laughs> so he said, You have asked a hard thing. I love the way the KJV puts it. Yes. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. So he left. And you know how the story ends. And then Elisha comes back. He, he calls upon the God of his father. He strikes the, the, the water, the river, and it, it, it splits. And then he crosses over on dry ground. Now here's a part I want you to see, verse 15. The Bible says, Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to him and bowed to the ground before him. Levels had changed. At first they were saying to him, come here. Do you know the dimensions of the prophetic we're walking? He said, yes. So now that you know, we are here to tell you that your master is about to be taken up. He's going. So leave him alone. What's your problem? But he insisted that, no, no, no. You Let's just do this. So what we do is quickly mind your own business. And then <laughs> I follow him. When he went to the other side, they found some more prophetic people. And the prophetic people also told him. We are sure you know the dimensions we walk in. One of the errors I have seen with most prophetic people is that the gift is just a gift. That enables them to predict the future or to know the future, but they don't even partake of it. The fact that an inkling into the future is not a guarantee that you're going to be a partaker thereof. There are powers of the graces to come, the powers of the ages to come, of the years to come and you know one of the sad stories in the prophetic timeline in the Bible is the story of a man named Moses who kept seeing into the future and telling everyone where we are going. There's milk There is so much stuff going on. Yet, after giving all those prophecies, he did not even partake of the same milk. There's a, there's, listen, there's an error that many prophetic people experience, which is that they are like a signpost. <laughs> You may not relate, some of you. They can point to what's about to happen. They know what's about to happen, but they do not experience of it. And it's people who, by faith and who serve, who are guaranteed to partake of whatever prophetic words that the more prophetic people are giving. I have, had friends who are so prophetic, I mean, they can tell you tomorrow the socks you'll be wearing. I don't know if it's a word of knowledge or something. It's prophecy. They will tell you. But then when you look at their lives, from the time we started together, I'm thinking, with the kind of insight you have, there are some things you should have experienced better. But listen, there are tools in the spirit which guarantee a partaking and a participation of prophetic words. Because the prophetic grace does not guarantee participation in the prophetic manifestation. It's one grace in itself. It gives you insight into the future. You could have a dream. You could have a feeling about something. You could have a word. But it does not guarantee that you're going to participate in what is happening. So the Lord began to tell me that there are a number of things that have been spoken into the lives of the many children of God. But all they have are words in a diary. There are things that you need to do in order to begin to participate in prophetic words that have been uttered. Apart from the excitement of knowing what the future holds, there is a responsibility to work with God to be a partaker of the manifestation of that prophetic utterance that was given. And you see, already we are told part of it is service. Another part of it is determination. You know, people get easily swayed by things that happen around them. People get easily discouraged. I was... Your generation is so happy to be sad. You watch too much movies, too much Netflix. So you see a lot of sad people in these movies. You watch a lot of therapy sessions. I mean, these days you'll find a great nine saying, I'm just feeling a little depressed. And without insulting people's problems, those problems were very rare in our day. A guy would just be denied by a girl. Three months depression. Anti-anxiety drugs. Who would fenomba. It's it's a kind it's a special kind of warfare that our your generation is facing, especially you people who are in Gen Z. It's a very special kind of warfare. People easily get discouraged. There's no consistency. Back in the day, if a girl denies you, we just used to sing the brethren are just noticing somehow that part of the song is ministering to you in a special way. Afterwards, you move on like nothing happened. Those in the world would just say, But these days, uyo and the parent quickly gives them a 1-5 to go see as a therapist. And, uh, listen, again I will say, without looking down on your special problems. And one of the reasons is that people are having too much fellowship with the virtual world. You are constantly watching 10 Indians making bamboo trees. <laughs> bamboo castles in the... Do it yourself. Hacks. Instagram watching dances. And they are so impatient, you can even see. Specialist marketers will even tell you your reel should not be more than one minute. Now we can't teach the word of God properly because I shouldn't teach for more than this period. You would have reached your saturation point and your patience would have been scattered like an evil altar which an intercessor has scattered. Because the Bible says, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You see, a, a, a good relationship with the Holy Spirit has this abnormal thing it does to you. No, if you have you don't have to go to Kushana. Ah, no, Feruka. if you look, you can't explain it. joy. It, there's an effect the Holy Spirit has upon people, but even a spirit of the age has an effect on people. There's a certain level of negative energy that has to permeate the atmosphere, for certain levels of evil to happen. Even in a house, for certain words to be uttered between a couple, there are certain, there are certain uh, uh, emissions there's a certain negative energy that must be generated from the west side of your emotions. So if the enemy wants to work, there's an environment that you have to create. So you find... People don't participate sometimes in the prophetic words because when God visited you, he found you were angry. He was so angry. Why? I didn't like the way they looked at me. Every time they are talking to me like this. There's no fruit. There's no exercise to the fruit. There's inconsistency. So you find when God, you know, sometimes God wants to find you in a certain place. Have you ever watched people in the Bible? How that for God to convince them to do some things, God had to work hard. Because he knew I already gave a word. I already appointed this boy. One day God goes to a boy and says, "Uh, I've called you to be a prophet. He laughs at God. He says, but you see I'm a boy. Why do you want to? Don't insult me. And God says, Don't shut up. Don't say you are a youth. He says, (laughs) This is Leo. eh? (laughs) So God begins to tell him, God has to begin encouraging him now. And whatever you plant, you supplant. I've called you as a prophet with your. So God had to bumper him up. Because some of these people, they've been so depressed. There's another great man in the Bible. God comes to him and says, you are a mighty man. He looks elsewhere. and says, never oh, God begins to tell him, you are a great man. He says, okay, if I am great, why are we going through all these things we are going through? So God has to say, no. It is, God has to begin explaining himself. Imagine. So many stories in the Bible. Another day, God told an angel to just keep burning. The guy wanted to leave. The angel burns them. Well, the guy says, hey, let me look. When he looks, I'm sure that angel was almost burning himself. (laughs) When he looks, God now speaks to him. Moses. Now take off (laughs) his shoes. Then you see, God tells him, "I have an assignment for you. I want you to do this." God is telling him the amazing things that God wants him to do. He says, "Wow!" First, he begins questioning him. So, um, that was amazing. But uh, <laughs> I don't have anything. God says, "What do you have in your in your hands?" Then the guy says, <laughs> "A stick." And God says, "I'm God. I can do something with it." He throws it. They, he wanted to run away when the stick turned into a snake. He says, No, relax. Touch it again. He says, hey, you same one. No, no, touch it. <laughs> he touches it and it becomes a he says, Eh, that was mighty. He says, No, I'm not done. Take your hand, put it inside. And then what? He put it. It white with leprosy. The man wanted to scream. God says, No, put it back. Ha! Huh? No, that was amazing. I've really had fun. Being with you, I have to go. He says, "Ah, uh-uh, ah!" I thought we're not. He says, "No, no, no! I know, but uh, I'm just a shepherd." He says, "No." He says, "You get the point, right?" God says, "But I created the mouth, and I can cause you to talk." He says. <laughs> And I can imagine God doing at that point. Imagine, imagine. Do you know? Do you see how very hard it got to work with some people? The sense of low self-esteem. And I'll tell you this: if you read about some other people in the Bible, it had to take another man to help them design God. Otherwise, God was done. One day, God went to a boy. Called him Samuel. He thought it was his pastor. He goes to his pastor. He says, Pastor, sir, you're calling me. He says, no, 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 it's not me. Go back. God calls him again. Why didn't God just say, you stop going to your pastor. Come, it's me. You don't have ears. It's because God stopped striving with people. So if that boy was not guided properly to be told that God's speaking to you, he would have missed his calling. So a lot of times when God is bringing a manifestation, I They miss out on their prophetic word. The Bible says, "Christ is the man. who's trust in man. They disappointed you so much that you begin looking at all men in the same lens. So that now when God brings the right job or the right application, whatever it is that God brings into your life, because you are so disappointed by men, by human beings, you stop seeing what God is doing. The Bible says, Christ is the man whose trust is in man. He shall not see when good comes. So even when good comes, you will not see it. Why? You are too disappointed. So when there's a manifestation of the prophetic word you had, I will tell you something. God told you you will get a great job. You actually got what looked like a great job. And it was taken away. The prophetic word which made available that job was not taken away. There's a difference between the blessing and the manifestation of the blessing, right? The Bible says, ask that your joy may be full. Joy is intangible. So when God wants to bless you, he wants to increase your intangibilities because those are the things that matter and they last unto eternity. So if you ask for something, you receive a car, your joy is full. What now happens is the devil wants to go for your joy. But because you are carnal, he knows that he can't touch your joy, the only way is to touch the car. So when he touches your car, since you you linked your car to your joy, again. <clears throat> <clears throat> so you will not see when good comes. You don't see it. Because for you, once something physical is taken away, good, where are you? So there's a maturity we all need to begin walking in. And some of you need to learn to rebuke demons. You just can't say, again, again. Let me tell you, there's something consistent with angelic nature in the devil. There's not one time the devil caused an accident and wrote, he was faithfully, Mwasekabinga. <laughs> See, because angelic personalities are masters of disguise. You will never know. You will never know that Satan has done something bad. Ask Job. When you study the life of Job, Satan never showed up. Um, so as you may know, I was given permission by the Almighty <laughs> <laughs> to just do everything in your life. So... Bless yourself. No, 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 no. Things just start happening. Thieves come. Like, no more things that happen. Thieves come. They steal things. Then there's a fire. It consumes everything. Then your wife goes mad. She just starts saying stupid things. <laughs> Nowhere did Satan ever put at yours faithfully. M k <laughs> so you need to be discerning you need to be discerning the bible says The wind bloweth where it listeth, yet we neither see where it goeth or what it is doing. So, you don't see a wind, where it's going, but all you see are the results. How you know that there's a wind is when papers begin. And sometimes a kind of movement will tell you the type of the wind. So, the kind of manifestations can tell you the kind of spirit at work. So, even you say no maybe this is just a coincidence leave it but at night say I bind I take authority over this sadness this and if you are dating a girl for moods all the best hi babe how are you doing hmm? you've sent nine messages Critics, but still it's bad status. Ah! And the status is like fake people. Yeah. Let me tell you, some of you, some of you, you see there are people like this they are okay, they are good girls until they get in a relationship. (laughs) It's a demon sometimes. It wants to marry you. So you find that if you are mungulu, if you are they only happen when you are dating. Then now you are a savage working kong. But when you are single, you are sweet. You are so sweet, you look like a sweet Nephew or samba, finger was samba, white blue custard. But the moment you are in a relationship, if you come a come on, why don't you want to be Jews? It's a green, Love me for who I am. No, you should repent. And all the men say. yourselves when you are dating. Just manifesting. You, someday, uh-uh, you need to look at yourself. I wasn't like this. How come from the time, men, how come from the time I, I started dating this girl, I'm just angry. I start to feel The person just does like a small thing. You are lightninging. So sometimes you, sometimes you can see the kind of a wind blowing. The kind of movements will tell you the nature of the wind. And some winds need to be in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my employment life. You find the moment you have money, you are okay. The moment you just have money, it it be the a The pocket is torn. Sorry for those who don't understand, Bemba. I'll manage myself. Suddenly it's <laughs> not Just stupid things begin happening That day your girlfriend just feels like you don't love her because you've don't, never spoiled her ah, you need to do it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I take. So some of you need to just stop saying, again, you need to, uh, 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 I bind you in the name of Jesus. Tomorrow we are not eating until this thing changes. Never lose your spirituality. You like eating every time. When we talk about fasting, You you just want to eat. You just want to eat. Eating brought us here. Ask Adam. Ask Esau. Beans. Beans. Barry beans. Beans. So, there are attitudes you must be careful with to participate in prophetic words that God has spoken. You see, as we go on, I'm going to be telling you things about 2024. But you need to just mark yourself. So that you do not miss out on what God is going to be saying. Where we are standing in this month. God is not giving you eyes. Necessarily. What God told me he's going to give you is power to create. That's another thing you see. When you're in the presence of a lot of prophetic words, you need power to create what was spoken. So that it does not remain in the abstract realm. Because the Bible says, and the word became flesh. Meaning there is a pattern in God. That things which are spoken. If they are spoken to us men, we must have access to them. They must be tangible. That's the desire of God. When you read Ezekiel chapter 37. The Bible talks about how that God came to him into a valley of dry bones. And the Bible says, and the bones were dry indeed. My voice is still arriving from government complex. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I have a first capital bank. And God gave him particular instructions. He said, can these bones live? Then he gave a religious answer. Ah, but you know, <laughs> a pente of this day would have said, ah, obviously, since I'm with you. I'm with you praise the Lord beware of forces that discourage the manifestation of the will of God in your life that's what I said in other tongues so God Asks the prophet, I'm going to explain the tongue I just said. God says to the prophet, he says to him, prophesy to these bones. He uses the word prophesy. There are two dimensions of prophecy. There's prophecy, which is a revelation based prophecy. It's called prediction, meaning being able to tell what will happen in the future. Like Isaiah would say, For unto us a child is born, a son is given. He's talking about uh, a virgin shall be with child. He's predicting what would happen. That's a dimension of the prophetic, right? In fact, I'm so used to looking here. When you read 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and he talks about the manifestations of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, he says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone to profit everyone. So, the word, the, word, the word to one is given uh, the gift of prophecy. The particular one used there is the word that means to predict when you read it in the, in the Greek. It means to predict. So, there are people with predict in the spirit. But then there's also another dimension of prophecy which can what has been predicted to come to pass. There are two dimensions of prophecy. There's the revelation-based prophecy. And then there's a fourth telling dimension of prophecy, which is causing what has been revealed or what is desired as opposed to only what has been revealed to come to pass. It's not everything that you prophesy about that comes to pass only because it was revealed. Sometimes it is the power which has been invested in you. Because there's prophecy which comes not as a result of revelation, but as a result of inspiration of the spirit. There are things you begin to say. There are things you just begin to share. Instance, I'm feeling about next year. The way I'm feeling about next year. Do you have friends you talk to about like that? I just feel like those things need to come out. You need to have conversations with spiritual people. You say, you know what I'm sensing about next year? He tells him, to prophesy to the winds. And as he began to prophesy to the winds, the Bible says there was a rattling. And the bones began to come together. And then there was a great army of skeletons. Now, that prophet was not, was not prophesying the future. He was commanding the spirit to enter into them. He was to come together so there is a prophetic ability which causes things to come to pass listen the bible says in the book of second corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 with the same spirit of prophecy just as they believed and spoke we believe and therefore we speak there is a level of power when you're working with Inspiration of the Holy Spirit that begins to command forces of manifestation to begin aligning into your good. The Bible says in Proverbs eighteen twenty, a man's belly shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth. And 21 says, death and life lie in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now that is basic power given to mankind. Now I'm talking about power as a result of a combined effort with the spirit of God. A combined effort with the Spirit of God and your faith. It forces things to align. The Bible says, by faith, Hebrews 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By the word of God. By the word of God. Framed. And the word worlds is the word aeon. And aeon means ages, times, and seasons. That means if the word of God could cause times and seasons into chronological manifestation and order, and that word is in our spirits. Hey, lavrando le Romans chapter 10, verse, verse, verse uh, chapter 10, verse 9. It says, if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart... Man believes unto righteousness with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Can you imagine? Even to get into eternal life, it has to take your tongue. And the Bible says in Romans chapter, in First in Corinthians chapter 12, it says, No one can say that Jesus Christ is Lord unless under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So, for that salvation to happen, there is a partnership, a koinonia with the Spirit of God, and when in that space, there is just a rattling that begins to happen because power is being created. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. When you're beginning to use, want to, to, you want to have power for manifestation. Put yourself in a certain position, and just begin. For those who can pray in the spirit, begin to just pray in the spirit. You just begin to pray in the spirit. You just begin to pray in the spirit, in the spirit. knowing in back of your mind, you are saying, I'm about to say some things about the next year. What you're doing is that you're beginning to dig into the deepest side of your fellowship with the spirit of God. And you know, sometimes if you've walked with God, there's a kapat, you just, you know, in your heart, there are even things you begin feeling, I refuse to seek. I refuse to be intimidated. The way I used to walk on foot this time, they are just thoughts. And in that moment, there's no depression possible. There's no discouragement possible. And then suddenly, there's going to be a rattling from within your spirit. Do you know many of you at this point, there's been a of the Spirit of God concerning how your next year wants to be? If I picked you at random and I told you, I said to you, what are you thinking about next year? You begin telling me what you are thinking about next year and you will think it's your thoughts. But the spirit of God has been indicating into your spirit some of the things he wants to see in your life. I asked some people, I said, what are your aims and objectives for next year? I saw amazing things. I wanted to change my own aims and objectives. I thought that was happening until I asked people to show me their aims and objectives. So I looked at that and I said, beautiful, beautiful. It's just beautiful. Now what the devil will do is with those words God has put in your spirit, suddenly that night it will just become so hot for you. You will struggle to pray. The idea is not that it's hot. The idea is so that you don't release those words. Because the power is not in the presence of the words, but the manifestation of the words. The words have to find expression into the earth realm. Because he says to Joshua in Joshua chapter one verse eight, he says, "This of the Lord will not depart out of your." He didn't say heart. Meaning, it should not leave your mouth. You should confess it. He says, because then you shall make your way prosperous. He said. He said in Hebrews chapter four verse twelve, he says, he says, his word is living and active and sharper than any double edged. sword. Nine of the... It's a design of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He says in Isaiah 55:8, he says, "My my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways." Says, "As the heavens are above the earth, my thoughts different from your thoughts." And then he begins talking about his word. He said, "And so is the word that comes out of my mouth." He's talking about the word that exists around him. He talks about the word which comes out of his mouth. He says, this one will not fail. Now, that word which comes out of his mouth is not only in his mouth. Because you've got his spirit living on the inside of you. It, that word can be on your tongue anytime. And that word is what Jesus Christ called Rema. Because what he says is, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every spoken word. By every Rema the knowledge you have sisters i'm here to invite you to december the month of prophecy Season to penticate your Pentecostalism Pentification. <clears throat> this is not time to be cute and reasonable. We've all gone to school. This is time to get spiritual because we are not having a mistake in the next year. We are going to command forces of manifestation. We're gonna send them into the next year. We can see it by the eyes of the Spirit. And even if we don't see it, there are things we want to happen.